0: Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast, episode 118. Today, we'll be discussing Luton Town and how to upgrade them for the Premier League. So, I think we'll start with the story of Luton Town. Brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. What a story. What a story. You know, I like like stories like this in English football. If you hear out all the big guns with the money and the... You know the investment and getting rich owners, and then you hear about like teams like Little Old Luton coming from the bottom and making it to the top. And it's amazing how Luton have risen from the National League to the Premier League in a decade. Yet that's given hardly any or a small percentage of the media that Wrexham is. And Wrexham have gone one promotion, but because Luton have Hollywood owners, they don't get the same sort of coverage. But I still think Luton's story is amazing. It's something that would be fitting in Hollywood. And yeah, they've risen up. They're now in the Premier League, which is absolutely mental. Insane to me. It's going to be fun to be seeing Kenilworth Road in the Premier League next year. And yeah, obviously, I do think their squad, though, needs a big improvement. It does. As much as it is a great story... I've, I've, uh, I, they are overachievers, yeah. and ultimately their side won't. Because really realistically, that you thing. look at the quality of the other teams in the championship this year. Luton, for me, weren't a team I'd have seen finishing third. Really? I, no. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. You're a waffle merchant, then, right? Especially managerial change, and I think even when they got into the playoffs, I thought Middlesbrough looked very, very good, and then they, they, not, they went and lost to um, Coventry, who don't get again. Coventry overachieving to get to that playoff final. And Sunderland, you know Sunderland beat Luton in the first leg of the semi of the semi final. Mm. I thought that would be it. I thought Sunderland again were a very good side. You know, a team that had yeah. been in the Premier League I mean, recently. You said that about Luton, but that Sheffield United team, I'm I'm stunned they're even in the top. I mean eight, yeah. eight. I would not expect them to get playoffs. I don't really know how they're there. But oh, they are though. So yeah. shout out shout out to Sheffield United they will be also in the Premier League. And if you do go on to enjoy this and you want to see us do it for maybe Sheffield United, Burnley, we will do vi- other videos like this. On other Premier League clubs throughout this, in fact, all the Premier League clubs, a more in depth video. But if you want to see one immediately with the relegated clubs, then do make sure to tell us that you're really loving the content and we will provide that in the next few weeks. But today we'll start with Luton Town then. And we will actually have some graphics for this week's video because yeah. I think it'll be useful to show there's a lot of information basically we're going to have to run through. So obviously, Luton Town's squad is going to need to be culled. We already know three releases Sonny Bradley, Harry Eisted, Henry Lansbury. Not too much of an impact on the squad. I think Bradley yeah. was a great leader but ultimately doesn't start much now. I Harry Eisted's a third-choice goalkeeper Yeah, who's fine but not really going to cut it in the prem. And Henry Lansbury was good when he played for Luton but didn't really play much in this last campaign. Yeah, neither, neither three of them are... Any good for the Premier League? Sonic Bradley, I said, you know, decent rotation. I could have seen Lansbury stay, just because he's got prem experience, he has. But that was a few. That was a quite a long time ago with Aston Villa. But it's still a lot more prem experience than anyone else in the side That's has. What, four years ago, five years? Yeah, twenty nineteen to four, five years yeah. ago. no, I get your point. I'm just. Surprise, considering think, there is none. I think it's a good surprise. thing actually, because you do see these teams that get promoted. They stick with their older players. They stick with more experience, yeah. and they struggle. If you can bring in a young and exciting squad with a little bit of experience in there, then I think that's a better chance of survival than a thirty odd, you know, thirty old bloke who used to play here out five years ago. Yeah, and then for some sales, well, this is where obviously our oh, opinion has to come into play. So I think that it's likely we'll see Rhys <laughs> leave. I've sold Matt Macy, Carlos Mendes Gomez, John McAtee, Arabin Pebble, uh, Glenn Raya, Luke Freeman, Fred Onyedin, Mark Corley Woodrow and Admiral Musque. I don't really think any of them are Prem quality. Maybe you can make an argument for Luke Freeman. He's just a good attacking option. He's obviously played a little bit of Prem football before for yeah. Sheffield United a couple of years back. Ultimately, though, I would say they're all Championship quality. Maybe Reese Burke as well. That's harsh to drop him. But... I think my, my other one would be one of the two strikers because especially Luton playing a two-striker formation... They're going to want, I'd say they're probably going to want at least four, five, probably five yeah, strikers. So, well, I'm in this, I'm releasing four strikers. Adron Musquey is not going to be playing Premier League football. No, Corley would, would drive drive. Them, you know, But for me, he is a good enough fourth, fifth, you know, striker. Yeah, he's a good fourth or fifth option, but just you wait until you see who's, who I've got signing, mate you won't need Corley Wood because right? obviously we're going to get into those signings Because oh, yeah. they've probably spent most of their budget on the new stadium and obviously since I've done a lot of these decided who's going to come in decided who's going to go maybe you can rank it at the end as well as well as all the audience as well yeah. you could rank whether I've done a good job Aaron Pebble's not going to cut it really he's I got some t- <laughs> never he's been him. on loan in League 2 I believe no, this yeah, year yeah. and the same for John McAtee neither really going to go cut to it in the then? Premier League who? John McAtee not um, James. If he was yeah. there, I'd be bloody taking him to the friend mate. But no, he's, say, uh, he's Man at Man City. He's at Sheffield United. On loan, yeah. Mm. But he's probably going to go back to Man City. And probably. Play as one of their eight attacking midfielders next year. But So that means the retained list for the Luton squad is James Shea. Realistically, not going to be a starting goalkeeper, yeah, but back a up for more a than comfortable backup keeper. Tom Lockyer, solid. good leader. Gabriel Osho could Again, also start, could start or rotate depending on who yeah, I've brought yeah. in. Amari Bell, I think he can also start in the Premier League. Yeah. I think he's a good good solid player. Dan Potts probably isn't going to play much minutes, but you need some experience yeah. in there. He's like Chelsea having Aspila and, yeah, he's been around um, a while. The he's a capable backup for both fullback and that left centre half Everyone spot. A choice, choice. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's probably what he's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Alfie Doughty, who I'm hoping starts, I think he's a good player. Yeah. Good left wing yeah. back. Uh, Jordan Clark, who's had a good year. Bulldog. Luke Berry, who could also he, he's probably not gonna start but can do a job yeah. as a re- reserve option. Pelly yeah. and Panzu, who's been caught I mean, in the push story. To Prem. What a story he has. Probably not Prem Quali. I don't know. I love the bloke, but he's I'd probably. i the first game for just for the historic No, but I would I would have him off. no, yeah. I'd have him in rotation for the season, yeah, but yeah, I probably wouldn't obviously. have him starting every but, game. I mean to join one club in the National League and stick with them because not only has, has the club developed. He's also has developed women because when he joined the was yeah. he was a National League quality player, and he has take. He hasn't led the club because I wouldn't say he's been one of the talismen. I don't but know though. Been, he definitely has. He's been consistently brilliant. But it says a lot though that he's managed to jump up all the leagues. Yeah, there's not been any other players like that. You know, you can cont- You could say, "Oh, Daniel Hilton and James Collins, shout out for their contribution in League One," but no one's gone from the VNL. With Luton all the way up to the Premier other than Mpanzu, he's so. He started out of the Football League and he's got them. He yeah. with that, that, What a story. And he's only 27, I believe. 27, 28, something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's certainly not old. Yeah. He could definitely get a good five years of Premier football if Luton can stay in the top flight. Then we've got Alan Campbell. Now, there is a lot of rumours he may leave the club, but I've chose to stick with him. I think he's a really I good mean, player. It's, it's win-win, I think. You either keep him and he's a good player or you sell him and you'll get a decent fee for him. Yeah, and well, he's not buzzing because obviously he didn't play much at the end of the season. We tended to start with Clark, Nakamba. But and to be fair, and Panzu had been quality. Nakamba, what a low yeah. no, that was. And Jordan Clark, I mean, what a goal in the in the playoff final and he was just brilliant. Yeah, and then of course, Cart Morris, I think you've got to keep. Elijah had of bio. This one was a bit more... Yeah, up on the fence for me because I think he's a really good player but if you can get 10, 12, maybe 15 million for him and really is for and on the shoestring budget they're working on it is about maybe selling your big guns and seeing who you can get on a bargain and overturn the profit yeah I just think though you're not going to get that sort of that mould of player for cheaper than no. what you'd sell him for so I think, it's, I think it makes sense to keep Elijah out of bio and then obviously I'm keeping Joe Taylor as well I think he's had a decent first yeah. season. Didn't play all that much, but I think he can be a good fourth-choice striker. He's young, so give him a chance. Maybe loan if you can. I if mean, you can get enough forwards that we've got backup options, saying, then loan him out. At but twenty if not, years old. He, I mean, he did score play. in the playoff final, but it was ruled off, and yeah. he scored his penalty. So yeah, he could definitely he, cause he a problem me, he's for shown, some defenders. to the task because I'm taking now, twenty years old to step up and take a penalty. Yeah, uh, you know, for your club at Wembley, you know, most players well, yeah. can't do that. If there's someone you want to sub on to maybe get a late goal or yeah. just to cause a little bit of havoc, I'll be more than happy to sub him on in the Premier League just to see what he can do. Yeah. So then, that leaves us needing quite a few things. I think the most poignant problem is the lack of a goalkeeper. Yeah. Obviously, Ethan Horvath has been on loan. Now, I wouldn't necessarily be against signing him on a permanent. I think he's had a fine year. I've d- I think his error proneness is yeah. problematic, which I imagine is what you're wincing I mean, at. Some of so the goals have just let the ball go through his hands. I will say he's not the goalkeeper I picked, but he w- is an option. I wouldn't be too annoyed. I think he's had a good year, and but I think there's better there for cheaper. Nottingham Forrester aside, who can afford to let a goalkeeper go, probably for a relatively cheap price because they've mm. got... I don't know, though. I think they're, they've they've not got any other permanent goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, Dean Henderson, Henderson and Navas have to go back I keep forgetting that Navas isn't alone like and there's I every chance run. they could gamble on sticking with Ethan Horvath if they can't find anyone that cheaper that's a huge gamble for a side wanting to push on to mid-table in the Premier League I don't think they are I think they're hoping to avoid relegation again <sighs> that's boring going backwards <laughs> we do it well bought, what Why they end up 15th 16th 16th I they take again 15th stairs, 14th that's being a stationary <laughs> that's quite decent considering yeah, they're not in the Premier yeah. for the last 10 15 true, years true. then obviously a starting right wing back Cody Trammer returning from his will return back to Leeds on his loan potentially Luton can sign him back as well yeah, I mean, but, but equally Leeds now in the championship he, he'd probably start week in week out exactly just, depends on what manager they get he, and well yeah because he may not want to stick around especially if he can play regular Premier League he board, might really he hate start. Carlos Korberan who's a yeah. leading candidate to go in there that, that would be a motivation to leave yeah. in my opinion I would then say a rotation striker. I think Morris and uh, Morrison are excellent, but I think you need a rotation option in there. Maybe one of them is benched if you can get the right striker That's what I'm saying, in. Because after that, you've got Joe Taylor, and if not, you're looking back to like last year. Cameron Jerome. And no, he's not coming back, is he? But get Danny yeah. Hilton in the Premier League. <laughs> for nostalgia's sake and then I would say some options at centre half are necessary and at centre and midfield. Yeah. a few players departing a few players returning to their parent clubs from their that's loans the problem, like. I think there's definitely got to be some replacement so should we start with returning loanies because yeah. they're, they're the obvious ones aren't they I have chosen to renew two loans and as I've already said neither of them are Ethan Horvath. I think bringing Cody Drama back Drama back to the club makes a lot of sense loan opponent I think I've put 12 mil down here And I think that is You're going to have to get a good deal there But Leeds are in the championship now Drama is going to want to leave I think they'd take pocketing 12 million pounds That is true You've got you know as much as Luton might be One of the weakest teams in the Premier League They still have that Premier League pulling power And the pure fact that they've got Christensen They've got Ailing, Ailing And they've got Stuart Dallas
1: they Dimey. don't really need a right back.
0: Dramay's not going to start. I think £12 million pounds for a player that wouldn't get near the first team for Leeds. And they're not going to give him another championship well, But because... They could start if they, but that would involve selling yeah. a lot of their other players. At that point, go get Christensen or Ailing.
1: Don't yeah, go get
0: Ailing. Don't get Ailing no. But I, I put a couple of positives. He knows the club, obviously, fits in with the dynamic. And he showed his quality last season, both he attacking yeah. and defensive-wise. I think he can offer a lot to Luton in the Premier League. Both, yeah, in both in attacking and defensive capacity. Then uh, another loney who I have renewed is, of course, marvelous Nakamba. I think he's going to be surplus to requirements at Aston Villa. They've already got a plethora of midfield options and looking to add to that. So I don't think he's needed. I've put eight million. Now I think that's low. That's low. But well, Transmark only valued him at six or five or something like that. And I think, given, I think he's entering his the last year of his contract. Villa yeah. don't need him. I don't, yeah, I, say, I don't think Villa will be too bothered. But he Maybe is a very good they'd probably push up to 10 in all honesty, but I put 8 to be a little yeah, ambitious yeah. here with the pricing. Ultimately, the price doesn't really matter. We don't know how much Luton are going to invest. We know, obviously, the prize pool for winning the playoffs is 170 million. They're not going to invest I mean, all that. Yeah, so 10 you can, can already put sorry, £10 mil weights then, it's 160. I think they definitely want to keep at least £60 mil of that to just keep the club running well. Yeah. And also, I've not factored in wages either. So I've given myself about 100 mil to spend here. I don't think I've got quite near it, even if you add to some of the other prices. Yeah. So I mean, you look what Forrest did last year. They went and bought the whole bloody world. Yeah. Again, just some points. Tenacious and an excellent shield for the defence. We saw He's how quality. his tackle numbers were sensational. Completed 5.06 tackles and interceptions per 90. Which is absolutely ridiculously good. I mean he's won two finals in the last four years. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to win games he's good. And an eighty point eight percent pass completion rate, one of the highest in the championship. So yeah. I think he's a really good, really good player and ultimately he's got a little bit of prime experience, showed that in that looting system he works. He's yeah. a player that Rob Edwards is familiar with as well. See so from that one year they spent together, or well, six months spent together. I think just keeping those lone knees makes a lot of sense, given there's going to be a bit yeah. of turnover in the squad, keeping as much of the core as possible, and I think, makes sense. And they're two players that have been involved with Premier League quality sides, probably more Nakamba you'd look at, because Drama was, wasn't too involved with Leeds, but Nakamba, you know, before he went on loan, he was starting in the Premier League for yeah. Aston Villa. You know, he knows what it takes yeah. to survive in the Premier League. He was part of that Villa side that stayed up in 2021. I think so, yeah. 2021, yeah. 2020, whatever year. But yeah, no, he's got experience. That's massive, indeed. Shall we go then? Go into the first of my new signings is at goalkeeper. I think we'll start from the we'll start from those key positions, work our way down to sort of the rotation strikers and stuff. I've gone for a bit of a rogue shout here. Now I've seen. I want to start by saying I've seen James Trafford discussed. I think he's a really good goalkeeper. Ultimately, though, not proven at this level. Not even proven at Championship level. And wouldn't oh, exactly Fogden would have to would be turned up to every game going oh my brother and I love Luna just wouldn't be ideal. Yeah, They'd they get assaulted <laughs> by a man with Steve. Ultimately, I don't. I think when you look back at teams that have been successful in avoiding relegation, a lot of the time they brought an experienced goalkeeper from abroad. Look at like Norberto Neto for Bournemouth, Kieran Navas. Navas for Nottingham Forest. Of course, you can have success with younger goalkeepers. Well, they Daniel got Batman. relegated every year, but. They also got relegated, but and Batman's young. But you want yes, you can be successful with a young goalkeeper, but it, I think just having a safe pair of hands in between the six, an experienced pair of hands, can make the difference. I've gone for the Czech shot stopper currently applying his trade at Augsburg, Thomas Kubek. What are your initial thoughts? I mean, he's a good goalkeeper. I with goalkeeper. I mean, I know. I, th- I feel like it's probably one experience. It's one. I'm a believer in bringing in experience, obviously, mixed yeah. with youth. I, th- I think if it's if it's that one position, it is that experience. And obviously, he's got experience playing abroad, and he is quite... Old, not old. He's 30 um, now, Thomas Kubek. quite nearing the end of his career, the end of his prime. Oh, he's, he's in his prime for a goalkeeper, no? Goal, I would say a goalkeeper's prime is 30 onwards. A lot of players, you'd say 27 to Maybe. that 30 range, yeah. but with goalkeepers, they last a lot longer. But and I also guess it's the least, that's probably the position that you need the least Premier League experience in, because it's pretty much the same. Yeah. You don't have to be they'll, they'll up be with the physicality you, of the you, game. They're shooting at you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's Lewandowski yeah. or Harland; it's going to be difficult to save, isn't it? But yeah. I think he's proven he's a good shot Stuart stopper. Dallas. I was actually looking on FB Ref, and his profile will be up on screen. Uh, for the yeah. for the viewers to see but if you're listening then sorry don't have those stats to hand but I think it's a good shot stopper excellent distribution as well I think they can both be key elements a lot of Luton's system involves lumping the ball on getting it to their strikers and creating something from the knockdown so obviously we, they will look to play some from out the back some football from out the back but ultimately when you're not one of the strongest sides sometimes just hoofing it long I mean, no as, as a, a goalkeeper, like... if you've got a tall stature and... uh No, what's the word? Not tall stature. Well, figure. Yeah. Stature is the right word to describe oh. someone. um Tight. Yeah, if you've got a tall stature, tall figure, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> if you're tall. If you're, yeah, Basically, if you're tall and you're not error prone, I will cut it as two, a two, I think he's almost two metres tall. 1.97, yeah. I believe. You will cut it as a goalkeeper as long as you don't make errors. Yeah. Yeah, experience. I've gone, i said 2 million. A year left on his contract. Bundesliga tax is a little less than the Prem tax. I think 2 million quid. For Augsburg's starting keeper. I think they could find another goalie. Not for 2 million. I don't million. know. That's, I think... Again, I've sort mm. of used a transfer marked valuation. I think there was a million on there. Low so way. Never really going to go. Well, no, but every transfer valuation is low. People overpay. Because Augsburg will go, well, that's our first choice goalkeeper. We want 100 yeah. mil. But, yeah, if, but they're on, if they're they're on <laughs> FM then yeah but I'd think for two million That would be it's yeah. it would be a good business a bit of business for Luton on to centre halves then now I'm very happy with Tom Lockyer to be that starting central centre half I would like a bit of a rotation option that's a bit more of a gamble though and I've gone for Felix Torres Quesado. A lot of people won't be familiar with his name, no. that name. I presume you're not either. Place for Santos Laguna in the Mexican First Division, I believe. That's Brazil. <laughs> the Mexican First Division. Very, very good in the air. He's a tall centre-half, airy dominant, good tackler as well. He is unproven at Premier League level, which is why I think he'd be a good rotation option. 26 years old, starts for the Ecuador national side as well. So a good player, £8 million, I think, is... a a fee you could get him for again Transmark said 6 I just added a couple to that because we know Transmark is often lower than it should be I think he's represents a really really good value for money player I think he's clearly got that so national team experience as well I think that would be helpful to a Luton side that perhaps lacks experience yeah I 26 mean, is hardly the most experienced player but he's got room to grow and years to develop so. I and mean, what a name to get on the back of his shirt as well I, I, Felix is obviously the first name i Torres Quesado I don't know which one's his last name get though. it all on there yeah just Felix yeah. Torres the longest name in the Premier League but I think that would be a good bit of business then Yerry Mina at Everton that will be a Ooh. name you're a bit more familiar with the Colombian of <laughs> yeah. course is available on a pre-contract uh, under the Bosman ruling he can leave Everton he will be available on a free strong physical great set piece presence I would say as well good with the ball at his feet Premier League experience I think it's exactly what Luton need so is he definitely not signing on at Everton? Well, it'd be weird considering they've own they've just stayed up. Well, and he didn't really play for them. I, he's got. To, he's, I think he's got to weigh up whether there's more chance of Everton or Luton playing. It's um, I think it's more that Everton don't want him, than oh, he yeah. doesn't want to stay because they've got Tarkovsky, only, Godfrey. They're probably going to bring Conor like Cody Kody, on a permanent. Holtgate. So ultimately, Mina doesn't My really only have a other spot. other thing with there. Mina is he's. Quite injury prone, he is. But given we've got Gabriel Osho that can play there, given that we've got so this he's young he's lads, three three centre back system. You're going to need rotation centre backs in case of emergency. Yeah, maybe adding another centre half could be an option. I've not chosen to do that. Maybe that's naivety, but yeah. Even a kid, to sit on the bench. But even if he week. gets if he gets injured, I think you can manage till January. And then bring in another centre half. It probably yeah. would be a young one. You're not going to want to bring in another starter, but unless you're going to venture Mari Bell, maybe. But I think you've got a th- that would give you six and a half options. Yeah, That's good. It's a little low for a three back system. A couple of injuries and you're a bit of trouble, but I think you can you can work with that. Then at wing backs, obviously I've already said Cody Drama is going to join from Leeds. I've then gone for Kiyana Hoover that's the all I have heard all I was going to say he's not really played for Wolves this season joined from Liverpool a year or two ago now not really played for Wolves I think you can get him at a fairly cheap price I don't think they'll be too keen to keep him around I've said 4 million quid I think they'll be happy to go for that I think he's got... a, he's not going to start don't get me wrong but he can cover at that right centre half role perhaps alleviating the fears yeah. with, involved with Yerry Mina he can definitely obviously play right wing back as well he's a bit more of a defensive option than Cody Drama is I think he's just obviously a bit of pro experience so dependable I think he's a good right back if yeah you I cover mean, that wrong. if you're Wolves you've got plenty of centre-halves and you've got Semedo and I'm sure they can find someone else to play right wing. haven't they got another right back because oh, yeah, okay. Semedo's not started this season has he can't remember okay, who does I haven't Johnny there isn't he there's so, some Brazilian bloke in it probably I don't have Brazilian or Portuguese we plays some Wolves no, look Okay. well, while you're doing that, I'm going to move on to the next position because at left-wing back, I'm going to go for another free transfer of Fulham's Joe Bryan. Obviously, not a starting player, not someone Fulham will be looking to keep around. He's available on a free. He's got a little bit of prime experience there. He's a good... I'd say he's probably more defensive than Alfie Doughty as well. A bit more reliable given he's got that prime experience. I think overall, he represents a really good value for money free transfer... A good good bit of business there, if they were able to bring him in? Who've you found? They've um, got um, Ryan Newley. Oh, he played left wing back, but yeah, Don't Johnny. Know then. Right wing Johnny. Back. Maybe Johnny could cover that. I mean, he also left footed, but I guess he could it's play there. Definitely Johnny. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I think Joe Bryan would be a good option. What What are your thoughts on that? I. He's Is inexperi- he's ex- he's it not in? He 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 is experienced. Um and I mean, he's shown he has the quality to play at the Premier League level. Not quite at the level Fulham probably want to because they're there gunning yeah. for top top 10 European spots. But for a team that are trying to stay in the Premier League, he's a, it'd be a great pick-up. And obviously he's shown he can play at wing-back because I believe that's what, where he used to play yeah. in Bristol City. In whatever, John, Lee Johnson, I want to say? was the Bristol City manager? They like knocked City out of the FA Cup or something. Or knocked United yeah. out and lost to City. Something like that. I remember that. And everyone was like, "Oh my God, Joe Bryan's so good!" And then he went to Fulham. So Lee Johnson to Sunderland. And uh, where is he now? <sighs> Unemployed. Square room. Sorry, Lee Johnson, if you're watching. But I think Joe Bryan, as shown he can play that role. I think he's a good player. I think he'd be an excellent cover to Alfie Dowsey. Yeah. So I've exploited three so far. And as we move into midfield, I've done it again. The Bosman ruling. We've got to take advantage of it because there's a. We don't really have the money. Luton Town to no. splash out on players, so on a free Mataji Uribe at Porto. Now this is a big gamble. I think you're gonna have to hope Yerry Mina can convince him to come. I don't. I think it's unrealistic. Don't get me wrong. I think it's yeah. a bit unrealistic. But this was a, a stab in the dark. See if it happens. If not, there's other centre midfielders out there. But I think he'd just be a really, really good player. Bit of European pedigree. Without the price tag, of course, because he's available on a free. He can play box-to-box. Box. He could play a little deeper as a six if you needed him to. I think he just represents a really good deal. I mean, Great tackling numbers as well. But whether you change, you change a place like Porto for Luton... But, well, Porto don't want to sign him on. But he's, he's going to get so many more offers that well, aren't This Luton. was going to be my only problem, is apparently Al-Sad in Saudi Arabia are interested. Now... I love Lewin. Don't think we've got the financial capabilities to compete with Saudi Arabia, though. So, maybe a little bit screwed there. But overall, I think he is a really good player. Would love to see him at Luton Town. Maybe doesn't fit the dynamics, but he can have a chat with Yamina. Maybe. So, he'll be happy there. I don't see it happening. But it's... Probably not, but you never know. You nah. never know. If we could pull something like that off, that would be brilliant. Probably a little unlikely. All right. Alas, moving on to an ex-Luton player that I think we should bring back to the club, Kiernan dewsbury us Leicester City, just been relegated from the Premier League to the Championship, of course. They've had a tough season. He's not played every minute of the season, but he has been involved throughout. He's shown that he can play well in the Premier League. Obviously, that history of the club, as I mentioned. Excellent playmaker. Really good. He can yeah. roam, roam forwards with the ball, which is good. He's a good ball carrier. I think he would... I think I've put 20 mil. Ooh. I think that's realistic. I don't know. Relegation tax, maybe. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think the, the, he is English and it is Leicester. But this isn't the same Leicester that sold Maguire for 80 mil. It's a Leicester sit, City team that need money. And I mean, I guess if you compare him to someone like James Madison, who's you know looking at 40, 50 mil, yeah. then 20, 25, it's not too bad. Yeah, I think, I think considering they've been relegated, I think you can easily get him. Yeah. Maybe even yeah, a little relegation, lower. Relegation boy, I, I definitely start maybe at 15 mil, maybe rise to 20 mil over time. But I think you can get him at a good price. I think he'll be a great option in there. Hmm. Probably on the right of that midfield three. I'd, I'd probably start Nakamba and then him, and I believe one other who I've still got to mention, or Jordan Clark in that role. Something yeah, like that right. could definitely work, but yeah, I think I think he'd be a good starter. Um, Nakamba Uribe, Dewsbury Hall, midfield three sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah. To be fair, and Nakamba is that more that defensive that happens, sweeping because... option? I think. And then, yeah. I, I, I guess it gives you options because if you take one or two of those signings, because that would give you those three plus Clark Campbell and Panzu. Yeah. Well, exactly. Six or seven midfielders midfielders—that's quite a lot of midfielders. It is, and I've still got another two to add to Blimey. the midfield. I just want options in there. But nine mid- Who are you, It, also, it also means nine you. Could, well, midfield one of them options. you could loan out. One of them is a loan and coming in. you might not get. is probably unrealistic. Potentially losing Alan Campbell Uribe. as well. Well, to, I'd, I'd bring in someone and then potentially loan them out. So, from Huddersfield Town, Etienne Camara. Or Camara. I don't know how you pronounce the name. Didn't have time to find out, but Basically, it's Rubikar camera in it, or is it Kamara? But, mate, if you're camera you need to. I think maybe it's a C or a K? A C, maybe that's C a camera. Kamara, then. Yeah. Who knows? But he's a bit of a gamble. But I looked at his FB ref, and I thought that is that is a great defensive midfielder there. From Huddersfield, you say? His numbers are really nice. Oh, his numbers are really nice. I wouldn't start him. I'd don't never get me wrong. start anyone from Huddersfield. Why not? What a really good talent. What's the, what's the next message there? I don't care from Huddersfield. He's not from Huddersfield, not, he's no, French, yeah, mate. No, no, but like, I don't know, I've never really rated anyone ever played from Huddersfield. I'm trying to think of Huddersfield players that I were that good. Natasha Orgerton wasn't too bad. I suppose. Hog? Yeah, but Join I don't... Join there. I don't, after I, don't, I don't rate him because he's Huddersfield days, I rate him because he's Watford days. Yeah, okay, fair enough, but I think he'd be a good... Good option as a backup yeah, yeah. to Marvellous Nakamba, of course. He's a bit taller than Nakamba. Well, he doesn't, we haven't got any backups to Nakamba yet. This is True, yeah. Your eBay can play a little deeper, but I think camera at that, you know, he's a lot taller. I think he's about 1.9 metres. I was looking, so. Well, exactly. I think he'd be a good aerial presence just in front of the defensive three, and then he'd, yeah, a good, good with the ball at his feet, good midfielder, good legs on him. I think he'd do well. In the Premier League. Ultimately, though, you could loan him out first season. Probably not going to start for Luton Town, the Prem. Maybe not even get many minutes. No, so yeah. you could loan him out. Maybe. And then if, and then it is a good backup option to go down. Because he'd definitely stick about. So I think he'd be a good sign. Yeah. Two more to go then. Midfield. And this is the loan in. I've got Cesare Cassaday. Oh. He's been mentor at the U20 Euros. Absolutely ridiculous. He's got a good goal-scoring record, a good playmaker as well. But as we saw at Reading last year, he can also play a little deeper as that six. So again, another backup option to Marvellous Nakamba. Chelsea won't really be able to offer him starting minutes. I think if Chelsea are going to start yeah. any of their youngsters in the midfield next season. It's it will leap. be either Lewis Hall or Andre Santos. So it is a big Because Reading were absolutely atrocious last year, but he was um, a shining light. Yeah, that he team. was. He was. But to go from relegation, championship, relegation to Prem, I guess his talent. So he will develop across the year and he would have developed yeah. across this year. And I don't know if he'd be a starting option whether he'd just play a lot of rotation and minutes. Depends what wage what kind of wage split you can get. Well, I mean, he's only, he's only on 20 grand a week at Chelsea. Only? Blimey. I believe it's it's got to be low. Surely, he's a youth player. And? Well, he's not at he's not like yeah, 100 grand sorry. a week, is he? If they can't even give so Mason Melt. If you get 50, 50 then you're, oh, you're looking true. at uh, 10 grand a week. If you get 80, you're looking at. Yeah. You know, one. You know, I don't think he's at 18. Eight. I don't think. What? If you get 80, for 80, Oh, 80, right, 80, yeah, 80, sorry. So at I was confused. I thought you said he's on 80 grand and you're only paying 18. <laughs> but no. I think you can probably pay half his wage. And just probably happy with yeah. that. Even if you pay full wage, 20 grand a week's not too bad. No, this was the not. biggest issue for Luton, because I I found it quite interesting. Their wage bill has to skyrocket, because Luton Town's highest-paid player is currently Corey Woodro on eight and a half grand a week, what? and the Premier League, other than the Loney's, yeah. but the Premier League's average is sixty grand a week. Now, from highest earner at eight grand to jumping up to average at sixty k, of course that's levelled out by the fact people like Harland are on millions. But I think it's going to be a big jump. Currently, Luton Town only pay their players about 200 grand a week, I think, in total, wow. the whole squad. Wow. And then you look at Brentford, are the lowest in the Prem and they pay 600 grand a week. So I think you're going to have to be frugal with the wage budget. Ultimately, you are going to have to restructure the whole club's finances yeah. to try and adapt to the Premier League. It's going to be difficult. I think it's going to be a matter they've of had, task. they've had yeah. to do it before for you know, promotion, after promotion, so sure they can do it again. Yeah, but this is the biggest jump, is Oh, it? yeah, it is. And I think other, other clubs have struggled with it in the past. A lot of it will come down to whether Luton can manage their finances correctly, yeah. so that even if they go down, they can then bounce back up next season. Yeah. But, yeah, on to my final player. then. This is going to be a striker, and you may not have heard of him. Habib Diallo. I haven't heard of him. Well, he's a striker at Strasbourg, and he's had a really decent season. 20 goals in 22-23 season. I think you can get him at around 17.5 mil, I've put here. He's a league gun striker mm. that is somewhat proven. It doesn't start for Senegal, but equally, that's a difficult national side to get yeah, into. Yeah, because if you look at it on the front, you've got a 20, 17 million for 20-goal season striker. Seems a bargain. But I guess if you look at 20-goal season in League 1... That's not too it, it, bad. It's a, it's a, it's a gamble because obviously we've seen that yeah, but players from. That's you know, higher than Fuller and Balogun, though, and people were saying he should be, or just below it, maybe, actually. But, but we've also but people seen. people are saying he should be going for 30 mil. players, players come from abroad into the Premier League, especially relegated sides, and struggling. Now, a big reason I went for him, though, is his profile. He is very tall, he's really quick, though. For his size, he's good in the air. Well, that's what Luton are good at. Look at what yeah. they've got up this season: set pieces, the strikers, like, yeah, the way line. that Rob Edwards uses Morris bio A lot of their, a lot of the game is involves their height. So I yeah. think if you're going to have someone rotating in that, Joe Taylor's not exactly going to offer you the same thing in the air because he's about four foot. So I think having a big, tall striker, twenty seven now, yeah. so he's in his prime. So that should be. He should be firing on all cylinders, really. This is his shot. Bring him in the Prem. This is my gamble signing, I would say. Because he's unknown, hasn't really played in the Prem, didn't really do much in seasons before this one. So he is a big gamble, I get that. But I think you can afford a gamble, given they've been frugal in other areas of the market. (laughs) So we look at Diallo's history. I don't think he's going to even come off as the top Diallo, is he? Because there's many... Obviously, Ahmad Diallo. Yeah, maybe that's another option to explore. But what was his first name again? Habib. Habib. Uh, he's not. He's not come up. Anyway. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this guy. So if, uh, his full name, by the way, Habib Habibu Muhammad Muhammadu. And then uh, I mean, Footmov's cut it off, so his name could be. Much longer than that. but Game all about your shirt. <laughs> yeah, I might do. But 20 goals, 37 games this season. One assist as well. 7.12 average football rate. I think he's had a really decent season. In a Strasbourg side that are hardly, hardly fighting right at the top. They finished 15th. He scored 20 goals like, oh, yeah, with a team that were fighting relegation. So yeah. I don't think he's had a bad season by any stretch. In terms of whether that ranks in the top score as well. Mbappe only scored 29. He came 6th in terms of non-penalty a pen, he only scored 3 pens so it's not like he's just stat padding yeah, with yeah. penalty goals i think overall he's had a really really good campaign deserves a bit of a gamble yeah. and if not head over to montpellier and look at ele wahi i mean that would be more of, i think that would be more of a Hard player to get. Because he is 20 years yeah. old, compared to 27, he is a French, he's, he's French, and yeah, good player. But I th- so I, I just think Habib Diallo, take a gamble on him, I think he's a good, good player, right. yeah. very good in the air, fits the profile of exactly what Rob Edwards wants to do. So then, to sort of summarise, so you can judge yeah. it effectively, both you and all the audience at home. I didn't get a third goalkeeper, but maybe you keep Matt Macy or find someone in the youth academy to sit around and yeah. be part of the first team but it would be Kubek with Shea as backup in goal and right. your starting back throw would be Mina, Lockyer and Bell with Osho, Quesado, Potts as sort of rotation options. Wing backs of Drame and Doughty with Keanu, Hoover and Brian as Joe Brian as backups. Again, I think that's that could be a, a place of yeah. regular rotation in there. Then you've got Nakamba, Uribe and Dewsbury Hall again, Uribe's a bit of a a punt uh, with Kamara and Panzu Jordan Clark Luke Berry and Cesare Cassaday all as options off the bench and then I would start Adebayo and Diallo with Morrison Taylor as options off the bench what are your thoughts on that do you think that team could survive in the Premier League just but that's what they've got to do, isn't it? Yeah. Just survive. Get I, another I year think, of running right, football If, you, if I'm to get all of them, I, I don't count your, your eBay because I don't think they'll get but it. But I still think in Pansu not a massive yeah. problem in there. I would... It or Campbell, sorry. I forgot went, to mention Alan Campbell, yeah. of course. So. It'd be one of those that went down to the final day. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah they'd have to drag it out. But I still th- I constantly. still think that's yeah. a better side than what Bournemouth for survived with this year. Oh. Yeah, but the thing is that, that side that you built there is obviously best case scenario for Lewin. Is he? I think they could go more. It's, this is. I've not spent a lot of money here. Yeah. My biggest outlays are sort of Dewsbury Hall and Diallo. If they don't spend seventeen point five mil on a striker they don't know of, <laughs> who I just hunted down in the French league, then I don't know. Maybe they can be. Yeah. Maybe they could probably be more frugal and bring in it'd more be, players. it would be but... interesting to see who they do bring in because they've got to recruit well. Yeah, I personally think I've smashed this and this side of stay staying in the league. But I want to hear from you guys at home. If you're on, if you're watching on YouTube, then of course you can have your say in the comments below. If you are listening on Spotify, then head on over to the YouTube and get involved there, or even get join the Discord. There's a link yeah. to that in the YouTube description. Or if you want to at us on Twitter and tell us your thoughts there, feel free to do so. I guess, yep. but there's many options for you to feedback from this episode. I think it'd be touch and go. I think it probably would be. You're probably right. Should we get to the room, email Yeah. Again, sorry, I forgot to put the audience questions thing out on the ah. Instagram and the YouTube. Mm. Apologies, guys. That will be back for next week. In fact, we are doing a Friday episode. So if you remind yes. me on th- when the day before we record that, then I'll put that out and we can get some audience questions in for the Friday app. But we have still got some room email. Obviously, we are now getting into that transfer window. We're going to be making more and more sort of transfer content. This is our first video we really break down and rebuild a side, but... First rumor I bring to the table, Alexis McAllister. Now this weird to bring into rumor mill, but it's a done deal. Alexis McAllister is going to be joining Liverpool. It seems like we got here. We go from Fabrizio uh, during the day today. Obviously, when this goes out on Wednesday, he's probably already signed, got a shirt on, and done loads of pictures. So no brainer, really. Yeah, he makes a lot of of sense. Liverpool, they need midfielder. He's a World Cup winner. He is world class. Yeah, for McAllister. Brighton may be good, but it is a massive step up you know, into Europa League football. He will tear it up for the Europa League football anyway. But... Oh, yeah. Um, and then for Brighton, they'll get some really good money off it. And they've got seven wow. other South American wonder kids waiting to take it's his 55 place. 55 mils, that's really low. That is low. Because that's the same sort of fee that Mason Mount's commanding. Now, obviously, I would say Mount is worth more than McAllister. But he but... hasn't won a World Cup this year. And he hasn't. But, but Mount's got a year left on his deal. So... I, I would expect him to be a lot lower I than this value. Like so nor, i would have gone north of seventy for McAllister. So I would I would have been up at eighty. Yeah, looking at how they've sold players in but the I past. I guess Brighton really. I guess they way up. Do they really need him. Well, that's cheaper than McAll- than Kukurea though. That's cheaper than Kukurea. That's horrific. I believe Kukurea was sixty, no? I really hope he wasn't. He may have only been fifty, but either way, it's very close. that Kukurea, price second. I'd say McAllister is a much better player. Plus forwards and midfielders tend to go for a lot more, given yeah. obviously they are the they have a lot more. That is a that brand is value I low say. fee, but again they've got Gwana and Otte. And really, see, a really so really, really good deal fine. though for Liverpool. I think he adds yeah. exactly what they need to their midfield—a bit of creativity. I think overall, great bit of business from Liverpool. I'm yes. um, next then a Chelsea target. Though we've got an interesting story to break: Manuel Ugarte. Now, obviously, the Uruguayans torn up with sporting this season. Chelsea looked to be favourites to sign them. However, the deal is now off. We've been thinking about this for the last few weeks, about Ugarte to Chelsea. Why would be such a good deal? It seemed all to be done on Sunday evening. But as we wake up this morning, Ugarte deal is off. Now, this is because Jorge Mendes, the slug... <laughs> Jorge Mendes, the super agent who... Well, he has Ronaldo on his clientele, João Felix. Yeah. He sort of runs Wolves. He is basically everyone's f- favourite agent but and least favourite at the same time. But he basically went to PSG and said, if you double your wage, we're coming to you. I think he probably used this as a ploy to try and get Chelsea up their wage. Because yeah. you guys wanted to play. He was happy to play for Chelsea at half the wage that, that, that PSG were offering. So I think PSG's yeah. were around 5 mil a year. Chelsea said, well, we'll pay you 2.5 mil. He was on board with the Chelsea project. PSG then slapped 10 million quid a year on the table. And Chelsea just went, well, nah. Yeah. Now nah, Jorge Mendes, you can do one, lad. And Jorge Mendes has now done one. And PSG, he's got you, Right, not Right, seems that way, doesn't it? Bit of a waste of talent, I would say. Bit, bit of a shame. I think he did really, really well at Chelsea. He but. Would. But I mean... Yeah. Once you've been given the green light by Fabrizio two here we go he's already in the room well, right? I don't know if he has been he here has. we go has he, he oh, has. it must have been That's yeah, my last recent. check to him but yeah fair enough then I think that'll be a, it's a great bit of business for PSG but I mean I thought Renato Sanchez was a great bit of business hasn't really played for them yeah. I thought Carlos Soler was a good bit of business but he's not really done well either so. I, never thought, I never thought Carlos Soler was a good bit of business really never he's a good player no Okay, fair enough. Obviously, you are the most knowledgeable. Yes, <laughs> out of there on everything. But yeah, I think he's. I think you guys are a great player. So I'm glad to see him not join Chelsea. I'm next. Then it's not often we bring managers to the rumor mill, but we've got a manager yeah. to discuss today. The Australian Ange Postacoglu. Now, obviously, the current Celtic manager has led them to whatever the Celtic League. They won that again, so that's good. Overall, though, I think he's a really good coach, and he will be joining Tottenham. Why are you shaking your head? It's not going to work. Why not? It's an unproven Premier League manager who won tin pot trophies in Scottish football. I could win. Scott. I could win. Trophies. That's exactly what Tottenham needs. Because what well, would look okay? So all the proven Premier League managers, how well have they done with Tottenham? Conte? Well, that was a shit show from day one, and it only got worse. Mourinho has literally called D- Daniel Levy a bell end in the media. It, like Nuno Santo was possibly one of the worst Premier League managers for Tottenham. Somehow, who else they do they it, have in this team? Ryan Mason Staley. i, I, who I do, trying to fight. I, I don't someone? rate Posico-Glou that highly. Oh I think you're, such, What's he you're done in his career? Manager. I think he's such a great manager. What's he done in his career? All his principles at the Celtic side he's built transfer oh, completely over to the Premier League. I could win a trophy <laughs> at Celtic side. You couldn't. I could. You couldn't. You've I seen... ha- right. I hate the Scottish League. You do not need to try and convince me of that the quality no, of the football in that league is. No, but I on that Celtic if if give me his give me, you know, an assistant manager. But you're not but what I'm saying is the principles he's installed. In that t- side of Celtic, carry over to the Prem. It doesn't matter whether it's the Celtic side... No, it's, it, no, no, it's no, still football. No, no, but. It's still football. It's different. You're not going to St Mirren away, you're going to Manchester City. Yeah, and you've not got Scott Brown in midfield, you've got Pierre Milhoy, But you've the also got Emerson at uh, right Roy- uh, back. You've probably got in the he, Scottish he's League. probably better than whatever Celtic have at right back. Not a clue. I think he seems like a really great bloke. I'm, oh, I love Australian people. Did, I, you see, did you see his quote when he was asked about Japanese players in his side? No, it's really good. Let me try oh, and that's good. That's find but, it. Do uh, you know he's he's quality? He's, he's a, a quality bloke? Looks great geezer, but I don't think he's going to cut it got to try and find it now. I'm, I'm oh, here really... we go. So he was asked, so, so someone specifically said, oh, you've got four Japanese players. How do you feel about that? He said, uh, we have to be careful about just, about just saying four Japanese players. There are four individuals. They're totally different people. If you ever get the chance to meet them, you'll see they're totally different people. And it's lazy for us to say, I've just brought in four Japanese players. 'Cause basically he was saying they're not just the same. Yeah. They are individual people. It's a really nice quote about how he uh, yeah, his team. And I'm sure and he's it. I'm sure he is a great bloke. I think he's I think he'll get players to buy into him. And that's what Tottenham haven't had in recent years. They've not bought into Manchester. Conte isolated everyone. Mourinho literally made Deli Ali run up and down the training ground all day. But he had po- people like But I look at did that and he and, and Mauricio Pochettino for me is much better than Ange. Poster but you're not Cuckley. getting back because he's just joined a rival. Yes, but you've kind of just got a worse version of I him. Mean, I feel no. And, no. and Poch's, Poch's Max was a Champions League final defeat and throwing the league away to Leicester City. But so I would say though, Postecoglou is a better manager than Potch when Poch joined Tottenham. Potch joined Tottenham, Tottenham from don't. Southampton. There is so much work to do, and you look. And I look at. But I also look at the managers they were going for. They looked at Norgessman. That was they never going to happen. And they're got the an Australian geezer from Celtic. But is it any surprise? No, that right, they've got. So I got a, thought Ryan no, no, Mason right, was going to be got, in there at one point. It makes sense. They've got to stop targeting managers who just aren't going to come, or who, when they do come, do nothing. They've got in so yeah. many top specialists who've run fuck all time. Bring in a good young manager. Give him this side to mold to his have to give him style. time If it doesn't work From the first six months To the first year They cannot They've got to do What him. they did with Poch. Yeah. you have got to give him Five years See what happens Let him get rid of but Yeah Load of, the, the whole team to all rubbish He used to manage I believe the Australian National side So he knows He's, he's got experience Let's have a look At his career I'm going oh, Australian who they play? Well they got to the, the World Cups and stuff Didn't they? The Philippines In a friendly Where Aaron Moy scored so let's have a look at Cogley. Postacoglu. Yeah, he managed Australia 2013 2017. Then he was in Japan from 2018 to 2021. And then from 2021 till now, he's managed Celtic. What? Go on. What are you going to oh, do? It's just not a great track record, is it?
1: Melbourne no, victory. Considering he team. started in
0: 2009, he put up from the Australian League to be, to winning titles Celtic in just over. Twelve years. I don't think that's big of a step. Sorry, fourteen years. It's quite a step. But the A League versus the Scottish League. Yeah. Um, I could keep I, I do not. So Melbourne hard. victory give Rangers a good game. Go. No, they do not. Yes, they do. No, they do not. They do. Mate, let's have a look at the last time Victory played anyone that isn't Australian. Uh, when was the last time they lost four three to Vissel Kobe? Eh? When, when does their season start and end? Here we go. They lost four one to Man United. That's not bad. Wait, what is this Man United side then? I don't know if it were Martial players. Sancho, Basalanga, Frederick Thomas. They only lost four one to a full three Man United side. That's not full strength. Top eight was in goal. But they give you they give Rangers a good game. They really do. They don't though. Rangers Rangers wouldn't lose four one to Man United. Yes. Yes they would. Now, they yes, got to they mate, would. Rangers got to a. Uh, Europe League final line yeah but A look at the, the quality and B look at the look what happened in the final right, yeah, round is right. we'll have this conversation again in a yeah, year's time right. Ange Stokoglu is going to succeed I'll tell you now he'll be sacked in the next two years that's just because Tottenham that's not because of Antwoj that's just because Tottenham are Tottenham he'll be sacked in the next two years because he'd have gotten relegated <laughs> on purpose yeah Fair enough. Then, then, oh my God! I will say stanchion. now, under him, I'll say I will go for ninth. Oh, what the? F- that is such bollocks. No, out. it's not. So, I think they will be top seven again. Who are they knocking out of top seven then? Villa. Uh, no, no, that's not. This is not. That is that is a joke. Villa and Brighton. There you we think go. In a year he's going to transform that Tottenham side so it can beat Villa and Brighton? Yeah. That's not unheard of, mate. Leicester City went from being seventeenth to the top. I think Ashley Pasha to get him up two spots, mate. He is, and he is. I would say he's not good enough. He's not. He's not as good. Sorry, as Emery or as mm, No way. that's not. And a I think a Villa, And I think the quality of Brighton and Villa are much stronger than Tottenham. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, <laughs> just, just facts. No, yeah, it's but, not. Th- no, but that's what I'm saying. He's going to sign players. So, he's not going to have Eric Dyer but come in probably he, got right, edgy he's, and Tyrone he's three. It's Longley, Dyer, and <laughs> 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 whoever else. But Romero. Retire, year, resign on day one. He'll go down, <laughs> won't he? But <laughs> if he's given budget and given a chance to sign some players, he'll do well. Okay. But also, it, it, you don't, don't you, you Imagine the Japanese league. That's not a bad. Look at the quality of players coming out of Japan right now. Not bad quality of league. If anything they step down to Celtic. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but it's Right football. It really is. <laughs> right, okay, genuinely here, before we get to our final rumour, if Celtic and Rangers joined the English football pyramid, where do you think they'd be? If you say League 2, you're gonna be like, oh yes. <laughs> do you know what? I think I, that they'd be fighting. I'll tell you what. Honestly. This is gonna be horrendous, it? <gasps> but... Nowhere near the frame. Yes. No. Yes. No. They no. Obviously no. 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 They do. Not. I think they both. I think Celtic finished tenth, and Rangers. Oh, that's embarrassing. Rangers are about fifth. That is embarrassing. <laughs> not. You think Celtic are better than Crystal Palace? Yeah. No. No. But, no. No. But for the pure fact, Celtic are a club that are so. Uh, it, you just, what's the What's it called when you're something in history? Regiment. Regiment is fixed. Like coveted. history. I can't think what the right word is. Coveted. They're held in such high esteem. They're such a good side from back in the day. They would have the pull to, to bring meet players in. Championship. you I'm not waffling. waffling. They are rubbish. Like they walk the championship. No, they Sounds don't. Like walk the championship. Burly batter them. No, they don't. Yes, oh, they really do. Don't anyway mate Scottish really, that yeah. Murahashi, Murahashi bloke Anas- Apologies Anas- if I'm, I'm definitely pronouncing his name it wrong he's got Scott Brown on his arse well, he doesn't play for them anymore no, no he doesn't uh, Furahashi that's it he mate he's scored uh, four goals no four oh, <laughs> oh, he's scored he's four. scored 27 goals okay this season, and he doesn't. He, how many does he score in the Prem? Fifteen. No, he scores fifteen. Fifteen. You <laughs> know, he gets 50 in the championship. I'm not even gonna answer that. I'm not he even gonna. Does that. no, he doesn't. You've not watched Murhashi play. <laughs> I think he gets. He probably gets twenty around twenty-seven again. No, he does. But even that—that's the golden boot. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> that, 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 that's not one man, is it? Who J- J- Joe Hart? Right. Joe Hart yeah. is in goal. He's a good goalkeeper. He was a good goalkeeper. Cameron Carter-Vickers. Oh, he he's it. done a job. He's the, the most before. tragic centre half I've ever it seen. He's not though. He's he? he? he he awful. He's he playing for Tottenham. That's all you need to know. I mean, I don't know any of those. Yuki Kobayashi. I just know Kumi Kim, Kobayashi. <laughs> An F1 driver. Uh, he's played seven <laughs> matches, but uh, he's seven point five eight rating. That's six twenty seven in the other. Cameron Carter oh, so, is best James McCarthy Callum McGregor Aaron Moy David Turnbull for, Rio Hattate is a good player Aaron Moy played for Huddersfield James look oh, where D- Huddersfield Dyson, Dyson- Maida Jota he's very good ok maybe they win the champ maybe they get promoted from the championship <laughs> shut up just oh, shut don't up don't touch the Premier League just shut up team right. that has Cameron Carter in it should be nowhere it should be abolished oh. From the Scottish League to the Saudi League. Ah, oh, even worse. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that one we can all agree on. But uh, we can go and look at obviously Benzema. We spoke about last week. Now there have been further progressions to this. So Benzema has now officially joined, and he will join Al Ittihad. Well, Saudi are not stop there. They are investing 20 billion into their league, which is ridiculous. Twenty billion, and they are now targeting many other players across world football. Jordi Alba, Luka Modric, Sergio Ramos, Sergio Busquets, Alexis Sanchez, even currently playing Marseille. A lot of free transfers, a lot of older players. Of obviously, we still know about Lionel Messi and Al Hilal. That could happen. It's going to be between Al Hilal and Barcelona for Messi, but ultimately, it looks like the Saudi league is starting to make some waves. I have my fears it that is they a are massive, massive fear for world football because they can take. Up. I've seen like someone post a question the other day on Twitter saying, "Can the Saudi League ever be top five leagues?" Yes, and a lot of people so immediately easy. shut that down, going, "Oh, nah, no, nah, obviously not, mate. They're so championships better, so easy." But if Saudi Arabia go out and just. <laughs> By everyone. It is a massive worry because no, I'd no one's watch. Would boycott surely that someone they'd do something to stop it? There has to be. Errors. I mean, we would personally. I don't think we'd ever cover a Saudi League game. Not I, a chance because never. We have morals, never. but I'd rather never watch football Some of the people you see on Twitter, like there's already there's already Ronaldo idols that watch every game. So if Messi went over there, then surely people would watch. And I boy, think he's crap. The more players go over, there. like people start watching the Chinese league, and they didn't even they didn't get Messi or Ronaldo, did they? They got Hulk. They got Oscar. Do I love Hulk. What Paulinho. They're not world breakers, are no. world beaters. Personally, I do have my fears because I think they have got the financial backing from the government and clearly the motivation to make a splash. The next of big world. thing will be if a, if a, especially for us in England, will be if European and English and British broadcasts start buying deals with the Saudi Pro League. If It'd we be start someone like BT, if, really. if we start seeing it on BT or TNT the is, who can afford it? Because they're going to want ridiculous. Because money it's the Saudi, like two hundred mil. They would genuinely not even That'll care. Be it, though. They'll take. They'll take over world football, get all the best players in the world, and then like block it uh, off for anyone would, outside Saudi Arabia. No, well, either they'll have their own subscription service, which would be, like thousand pounds, a month. or they because. The whole goal of this would be get more eisens. They would probably offer out the rights at quite cheap. Because yeah. they don't money's no object money's no object to them. Like well, yeah, them. they, they generally don't on care. Ground. I mean, if you look at obviously they have building projects and all this, it seems Saudi are here to take over the world. I I do have fears for football. Because I do think although a lot of people are in denial about it right now, there's a very real possibility because they're going about it in a very different way to the Chinese League. The Chinese League invented rules to stop clubs just dominating. But the Saudi league has no government. rules. It's the, the government. They've got a ball for that. Imagine Boris Rishi Sunak. Listen, it's not like the Chinese oh. FA are just saying, "Okay, let's get more like businesses interested in investing in football." It's literally Saudi Arabian government going, "Let's dominate." What's that? Here we go. King Charles has signed a batman for five hundred million. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's absurd. Yeah. Well, it they can football. We'll play soccer. Let's go. God. Yeah, we'll do that. That's our background. But that's man. the problem. People said, oh, the MLS failed. The Chinese League failed. There's no reason this will succeed, but... They didn't have that kind of money. They didn't have the capital. They, they didn't. They weren't backed by the billions government. Billions and trillions of pounds out of the ground. You know, Barack Obama was never carting Wayne Rooney off into <laughs> DC United, was he? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going, oh, come on, Wayne. Really want as you as to a, play wa- for... What way is there to stop there? Apart from, like, warfare. Well, there's got to be some... I don't know to show sure as a body of football that can stop them. It's got to be someone. But what can you do? IFAB. But if if FIFA get involved, right, and say players can't go to the Saudi League or whatever, whatever you think they could try and do, all that's going to happen is that, like they did with the Gulf, they will start their own football on Because you can't ban people from playing football, can you? Unless the country isn't there anymore. Well, you just... Right, well... Unless we go to mass genocide, then yes, Sandra River is going to exist. Well, no, we do not we definitely do not condone that. What the fuck are you on about? Oh, well, I, don't, I don't know. It's it's a it's a worry for football. It is. It is a big worry for football. And but I if, we're, if we're left with the like Joe lose. Walters and Peter Crouch playing the Premier League again, I mind, the only there. game we get to watch is soccer. Right? It's just vibes. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that we do potentially have a big problem. I think it's, but yeah personally I will never yeah. never watch I mean I'm going to say this now and then like in 10 years time my no. morals will go out the window no I'm not watching it never ok but yeah but I'm of the same opinion right now no not even in 10 years but ultimately if it becomes okay. the best league in football it's sort of no <laughs> ok I'll stick to the championship keep your Huddersfield on a Friday night okay. that's a bit of me First the thing I can say now oh no I've never watched Saudi league never watched the Saudi without the pure moral thing of it but if it becomes the best league in world football as the job we currently do it's sort <laughs> okay new co needed, guys, guys Anyone wants, <laughs> <laughs> wants to come and watch some football every weekend but no it's going to be interesting to see how it develops it'll yeah. be a developing story over the summer I'm sure we're going to see everyone in then linked with the smooth the Saudi league yeah and it'll be you just see who makes Julie that. Julie to and here. here we go. Yeah. Pick up pick up Julie if you're watching. I don't know who Julie is. I don't know who Julie is. When no. you called Julie get involved. Anyway, that is all <laughs> from us today. Speaking of get involved, <laughs> get involved in the comments down below. Keep the conversation going. Wanna hear from you guys about our whole the longer topic from today, obviously the Luton Town Rebuild, or about the Saudi League, as we've just been talking at the end there. Anything from this podcast or anything else all to do with football or you got to. As someone else I mentioned. Oh, well, and Postergoggly if you think the Scottish oh, yeah, League like, is hey. washed. Anyway, that's the Scottish League of it's So make sure to leave a like, make sure to subscribe if you're new around here. We'll yeah. Massively help us out. Apologies yeah. to Harry to keep shouting around. Scottish teams. Anyway, thank you very much for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. See ya.